Blog Talk Radio. Are not friends and enemies are so close to me. 
I don't know who you supposed to be. So contemplate that before approaching me. Hey, fool, run that shit the fuck back, man. Man. Yeah. Medicine, I can't be on that, on that heart. 
come on. And it just so happens, I would end up to love me some rapping. Feeling so good just to create and be understood. But hold up, wait, that's not just what we happening. Wishing I could just take it back to win. When I was just practicing, but these days chicks actressing just for a touch of the fame to make associations to your name. Backup man, when did I become your backup plan? Come on. Hands up like a sticker. You really need to find another victim. And what you think of doing with me? If he drank his espresso, spitting fire, holding down his metro. Say my name, ain't it? Here it echo. Commonly referred to as special. Watch me do my thing. Wet my ass with the game. Grab a hold of your soul and never let go. Music is what's supposed to keep people inspired. Keep them seeing this invisible beauty of the mind and spirit. Spirit. That's what music is for. It didn't originate on this planet. The music can do things for you and the future all the way into the world of myth. And then you got it made because you stepped into a realm of impossibility. And what this planet needs this point is something impossible to have to show a better way.
All right. I would like to welcome you to another episode of The Foundation. Here on High Frequency Radio Network. I'm your host, So L. Speaker of Truth L. Speaker of Truth L. Got a great, great, wonderful episode lined up for you. I'd like to officially welcome you to the foundation where we understand incorrect information, incorrectly applied, which you heard. Correct information. Incorrectly applied and get you hurt. So we're looking to apply correct information correctly here on the foundation. As always, all thanks, honors, and praises due to the creator and the ancestors. Without them, we would not be here. I do, as always, want to say a big up, shout out, big brother, Yusuf L. Our high frequency radio network. Creator extraordinaire Put me work over there on YouTube Y'all should go check them out Put a lot of stuff up You know Put a lot of work in on those videos Highfrequencyradionetwork.com uh, Definitely want to continue Checking that out That's always going to be The main hub As far as I'm concerned And as always Welcome to Thefoundation.com The email list is popping It's crazy Look at all I mean A lot of people On the email list I definitely want to say thanks you have having make sure you check out welcome to the foundation.com and at the very least put your email in for the email list. Uh, welcome to the foundation.com. You can find the Facebook page, Instagram page, Twitter page. Got a lot of PDFs up there. For your perusal. Make a donation and book a consultation all from the same spot. That is welcome to the foundation.com. I do want to say peace to all the listeners. All the listeners for this foundation, you know, all the live listeners, all the live callers that call in, you know, the internet listeners, you can listen live on the internet, all the archive listeners, can't make it to the live broadcast, you got stuff you got going on, I feel you. Um, archive and listeners, shout out to y'all podcast listeners, and and share this piece to all y'all. And thank you. Thank you very much. I want to say peace to all the trustees. To all those that receive their private education. Also, peace to anyone I've done business within the private. And peace and thank you to anyone that has made a donation. Or in the past, thank you very much. Very, very much. Anyone who sent an email or well wishes or current event, and also anyone who's otherwise added to the foundation. This is, um, you know, my state of a trustee part three. I got a lot of people, you know. I won't say a lot. I'll say several. Keep it real. Several. Several people that I spoke to that said that they really enjoyed last week's show. So I feel like it's only right to bring it back. Come rewind. 
And, you know, at the same time, step on a few toes, as always. But first and foremost, I want to get into these current events. I mean, you know, y'all know how I do. It's, this this stuff is interesting to me. You know, it's going it's, to me. It's, it's going down. It's just it's going down, y'all. First and foremost, let's get into this. I, I found this interesting, to say the least. On Forbes, Forbes.com, is your bank ready for the next crisis? Uh, trying to introduce certain concepts to my mentality, you know, to my mind. It seems. That's an interesting concept. I've never, I guess, I never thought about that. If, if you know, if my, if my bank, first of all, I don't have a bank, so I mean, I guess they're implying, you know, the bank that, that I bank with that I, you know, deposit these notes into. If equity makes banks stable. Maybe we should go all out with 100% equity. The campaign for financial deregulation should have you worried. Is bank supervision tight enough to prevent another meltdown? Is it loose enough to let the economy grow? The Trump administration will tell you that it is scoring on both counts, but you may harbor doubts. That's on Forbes.com. Is your bank ready for the next uh, crisis? Introduction to, you know, next crisis. That's interesting, you know. This is a soft intro. Let's pop over to CNBC. The Dow erases gains for the year. Dow Jones Industrial Average Index tumbles more than 600 points as stocks extend October swoon. Saw that stocks plummeted today as sharp, I'm sorry, as a sharp drop in tech shares and worries about corporate earnings added fuel to this month's steep pullback. Dow Jones Industrial Average dropped 608 points. It erased all of its gains for 2018. S&P dropped uh, 3.1% and also turned negative for the year. The NASDAQ composite fell 4.4%, entering correction territory. As Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, Alphabet all traded lower, these are the FANG stocks, Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, and Google. Those are the FANG. They call them FANG stocks. FANG, like F-A-N-G. Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, Google. But Google's parent company is Alphabet. An increasingly murky macro picture is clouding the 2019 earnings outlook, leaving investors to largely shrug off a solid start to the third quarter earnings season. Said Alec Young, this is the managing director of global markets research at FTSE. Russell. Continue on to say while valuations valuations have certainly come down in recent weeks at 16 times forward earnings for the Russell 1000 index, they aren't in the bargain basement by any means, especially if earnings growth slows more than expected next year. I guess that's his take on it right there. I want to go back and say an increasingly murky macro picture. Macro is like the whole so, like, remember macroeconomics and then microeconomics. A macro is like a, a wide picture. Micro is like focusing in on specific sectors. So they're saying the whole picture, the macro picture, the entire picture. Instead of saying the whole picture, they say the macro picture just, you know, 
I throw people off. People off. We got breaking news: Japanese stocks fall more than three percent following the Wall Street sell-off. That's breaking news right here on CNBC. You want to check that out? CNBC.com. Next, European stocks fall. Still on CNBC. European stocks close at the lowest levels since 2016. Germany's DAX ends off more than two percent. And European stock 600 was provisionally down 1.49% by the end of the trade, slipping to its lowest level in almost two years. Europe's technology stocks were among the worst performers, falling by over 3.6% amid earnings news. So this isn't just happening in America. Shares of Austrian chipmaker AMS tumbled almost 27% after the company's outlook for the final three months of the year failed to convince investors. So here we go. Go. That's the NBC. Y'all can check that out. European stocks close at lowest levels since 2016. NBC, y'all check this out. Let's go. Let's head over to the Reuters real quick. Nasdaq confirms correction while S&P 500 and Dow erase 2018 gains. Chip makers Texas Instruments and STM, I'm sorry, ST Microelectronics. Warned of slowing demand. They followed disappointing forecasts on Tuesday from Caterpillar. Forecast gave investors further reason to pause and helped fuel selling momentum. Once a snowball like this starts, it doesn't stop until it gets to the bottom of the hill, and we don't know if we're at the bottom yet. This is Peter Tubes, president of Chase Investment Council in Charlottesville, DA. Stocks have been punished this month by a range of worries from rising borrowing costs and bond yields to Italy's budget and U.S. congressional elections due in less than two weeks. Today, data showed sales of new U.S. single-family homes fell to near two-year lows in September. The latest sign that the rising mortgage rates and higher prices were hurting demand for housing added to weakening I'm sorry, adding to weaker sentiment in late trading, the Federal Reserve said in a report on the economy that U.S. factories have raised prices because of tariffs. Hmm. And let's get into that. Reuters, U.S. manufacturers say tariffs pushing prices higher. U.S. factories have raised their prices because tariffs, although inflation has appeared modest and or moderate in most parts of the country, Federal Reserve said today in its latest report on the economy. U.S. Central Bank also said in its latest Beige Book report that the economy appeared to be growing modestly to moderately and that businesses across a number of um, industries had reported labor shortages. There's a lack of specialized laborers and trades, you know, The report, which is a snapshot of the economy, gleaned from discussions with business contacts in the Fed's 12 districts between September and mid-October, detailed business worries about the Trump administration's trade war with China and simmering tensions with other major trading partners. Manufacturers reported raising prices of finished goods out of necessity, the Fed said, adding that the reason given for the price hikes was higher costs for raw materials, such as steel which they attributed to tariffs. 
Y'all can check that out. That's on Reuters. Moving forward, let me jump in there. You know I mean, man. Prolonged. Here, let's just keep on track. Prolonged market slump could bruise U.S. economy. This is on Reuters. A prolonged fall in U.S. stock markets could eventually begin to weigh on the United States economy. Though there are signs of pinched credit or a pending recession so far. Cleveland Federal Reserve President Loretta Mester said on that was today. Said she said she said this today. The sharp, nearly month-long drop in major equity indexes has not, on its own, caused Mester to adjust her expectation to continue gradually raising interest rates. She said, adding that for now, data is pointing to a strong U.S. economy. There was a prolonged downturn in the market and a pullback in risk across the board with the lowering of credit extension, then, of course, you'll have an effect on the data. Mester, who leans a bit hawkish relative to Fed colleagues, told the Forecasters Club in New York. She continued, I see it as, uh, I'm sorry, I see it at a risk to the outlook, not something that changes my expectation for about 3% economic growth this year and a bit less in 2019. Of course, we're going to monitor this, but I still don't believe the fundamentals of the economy are affected at this point. Huh. But it's still, you have to bruise up that a prolonged fall in U.S. markets could eventually begin to weigh on the, yeah, well, you know, that makes sense. But if everything's all good, why say that? Moving forward, let me get into this. CNBC, let's jump on this. Treasury yields slide after the release of weak housing data. U.S. government debt prices tick higher today following the release of weaker-than-expected housing data. The yield on the benchmark 10-year Treasury note fell to 3.117%, while the yield on the three, uh, sorry, the 30-year Treasury bond was lower at 3.336%, man. It's getting close. Bond yields move inversely to prices. The Commerce Department said earlier in the day that the new home sales dropped 5.5% last month and reached their lowest level in nearly two years. This comes as mortgage rates have risen recently. Oh, that, that's that's the problem? I don't think that's not the problem, y'all. It's more than just the rates rising. According to bankrate.com, the most recent average rate is at 4.87%. The bid in treasuries comes amid a general risk-off move in global stock markets. Major U.S. stock indexes are all down sharply this month. European and Asian equities have also dropped sharply in October. Treasury auctions continued today as the department sold $39 billion worth of five-year notes at a high yield of 2.977%. The bid-to-cover ratio, an indicator of demand, hit 2.3%. Um, and they talk about tariffs forcing factories to raise prices. And we can, you know, I know, I know I'm starting to see a difference in prices, so I know y'all starting to see a difference in prices. It just takes a while for, you know, it to get up there, I guess. And as I move out with the current events, gold hits three-month peak. As stocks slide, palladium is at a record high. CNBC gold jumped more <clears throat> to a um, summer, I'm sorry, gold jumped to a more than three month peak yesterday. 
with investors spurred on by a slide in global equities and rising political and economic uncertainty, including concerns over Italy's spending, spending plans. Palladium soared to a record high with additional support from expected renewed demand from the Chinese automotive sector. Spot gold was up almost a full uh, percent. It's now at 1230.97. According to this article, U.S. Gold Futures settled at $1,236.80 an ounce. That's up $12.20. Gold is supported by rising risk aversion washing through the markets and as reflected in falling equity markets worldwide. This is that Society General Analyst Robin Barr. Political uncertainty in Italy, geopolitical risk in the Middle East, Turkey, and elsewhere had some safe haven flows coming in and extending the rally in gold prices that began a couple weeks ago. Gold prices have gained more than 6% after falling in mid-August to the lowest since January 2017. Now with the rise, now we have risen above the 100-day moving average, which is key, so maybe we can see it rise to 1250, which could be the next target. And it's Go hit bottom, man. Silver hit bottom too. It's already hit the bottom. So I don't even think it's on the bottom anymore. Oh, you know, if, if, if those of us who know, you know, we definitely we definitely dealing in real money. But that's it for current events. Current events. I think you know these markets are starting to get starting to get weird. I will tell you this. You know, I'm not really tripping. I don't, you know, a I don't have stuff, you know, tied up in these markets where I'm, you know, I'm worried about it. But also, before this market goes, you know, before the United States dollar goes, the Europe is going to go, Italy's going to go. There's going to be other things that are going to go that are going to point out that's like, oh, yo, here it's coming. And also, I, I'm almost certain that the stock market is going to melt up before it crashes, which means, you know, stuff is going to get crazy overvalued crazy overvalued and there's a lot of money to be made and if you're you know positioned correctly take advantage of these types of situations this is a transfer of wealth wealth does not disappear just like energy does not disappear it is never never destroyed so let's get into the show my state of a trustee part three like i said you know as you know people hit me up i was talking to people that was really you know digging the show my state of a trustee i don't know so I did want to come back at it with, you know, my state of a trustee. I'm not going to go into, you know, specific, you know, uh, things with regards to administration off the top of my head that I know of. But I'm going to, you know, talk about some fundamental mind state requirements when it comes to, you know, being a successful trustee. You know, you know a lot. I feel like I feel like a lot of people are hesitant to move forward and, you know, really go private because, there's, you know, once, okay, so now I got my, you know, my, my state's private, now what? You know, so I feel like, you know, there's, there's a disconnect. But first and foremost, in order to be a proper executive trustee, you know, you got to have a certain mind state. And it's it's... It's an entrepreneur mind state. Now, maybe you don't have an entrepreneur mind state, but you can learn. You can learn. You can learn to be an entrepreneur. It's not like, ooh, some people are born to be the entrepreneurs, but those aren't all the only entrepreneurs that are successful. There are highly successful entrepreneurs who, you know, just put in the work and made it happen. 
So the first thing is is you got to believe in yourself that you can do it. Because you can, but you can't if you don't believe. If you don't believe, you ain't, if you're not going to try. And even if you do try, you're going to try like half-stepping, you know, half-ass try. It's not going to be your full potential, you know, your full potential, your full, you know, push. So if not, you're not going to get the, you know, desired results. It's just going to, you know, further perpetuate that cycle of, you know, I'm not even going to try because I can't do it. So we got to avoid this first and foremost. we got to be good to ourselves. So, you know, the mind state is is what I focus on. What I want to focus on with this mindset of a trustee series, I guess. I might stop saying parts and just keep doing, you know, a mindset of a trustee. Maybe I'll do it once a month or something like that. I don't know. But mind state, you know, entrepreneurial mind state, you know, the require, requirements, requisites. These are things that, you know, you pick up, you know, you work on. It doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen in two weeks. You know, it's something that, you know, you you build up through repetition and consistency and dedication. And, you know, and I say that because, you know, just because you can't pick up certain um, qualities and characteristics in a week or so, then you feel like, oh, man, well, it's not me. No, nah, that's not true. Don't give up. How many people have given up right before they got successful? We'll never know. But successful, you know, uh, habits employed by, employed by, you know, top entrepreneurs. And that's what we are. We're executive trustees. Our job, our main job is to generate income for the private estate. That's the main job. Um, the biggest thing is we want to step over to the passive income side and really start building that. But in order to do that, we need to generate income to the family estate. Now, we understand multiple streams of income is the pathway to wealth. But we got to, okay, in order to get to a multiple, you got to do the one first. You know, please understand if you hear me, you know, I'm like, how are you going to get to two if you ain't got one first? Like, you'll never get to two if you don't have the one first to add to the, to make it multiples. Okay? So it can be, you know, a cantankerous large type of thing that you're dealing with, but at the same time, it's like the only way to eat an elephant is one bite at a time, so let's do it slow. But the first, the number one, number one habit of a successful, you know, executive trustee is focus. You got to set your sight on a goal at a young age and consistently run after the goal for decades. Like that's the best way to do it. Like so, some of us, you know, hey, we may, we might not have decades right now, but that doesn't mean that we can't be successful. But like the most successful trustees and entrepreneurs set their sights on a goal, and they pursue the goal over decades. This being, you say no to shiny objects and the shiny object syndrome. That's what most entrepreneurs fall prey to. You get some money. Oh, I got this big check. Ooh, ooh. You want to you celebrate, congratulate yourself, so you go buy the, you know, the GLK 450, whatever. Like, no. Just because you afford it doesn't mean, just because you can't afford it in the moment doesn't mean you can't afford it. You can afford it, period. And his worst habit, and is the program habit of going out and grabbing something on, some, on a consumer level versus reinvesting it into yourself, education-wise, or reinvesting it into your business. So, you know, that's, that takes focus, and it takes delayed gratification. You need to develop your delayed gratification. Things are better, and the best things come to those who wait. You focus. You focus on one thing, learn everything you can about it, 
stick with it through the up and ups and downs, market cycles, economic crashes, whatever. Good news, bad news, doesn't matter. Focus. Number one, habit of a, of a successful executive trustee. Number two is to commit yourself to lifelong learning. Don't fall for the trap or fall into the trap of thinking that you're, you're too busy to read books or invest in your private education or, you know, do whatever, whatever it is. That's a trap. You're never too busy. Um, I know you heard the phrase, all leaders are readers, but you need to make time and you'll never have time unless you take the time. Uh, for example, Bill Gates reads an average of one book every week. Mark Cuban reads more than three hours a day. Elon Musk said he's an avid reader and he learned to build rockets through reading books. Oprah chooses one book per month from her book club or for her book club members to read and discuss. Warren Buffett spends up to 80% of his day reading. When asked about keys to success, Buffett pointed to a stack of books and said, read 500 pages like this every day. That's how knowledge works. It builds up like compound interest. All you can do, all of, all of you can do it, but I guarantee not many of you will do it. That's what, what Warren Buffett said. So number two, commit yourself to lifelong learning. You got to have this in your mind state of the trustee. Exercise, believe it or not. Um, top CEO, CEOs are in great shape. Um, most successful people are in pretty good shape because they, you know, they take their health seriously. And, you know, it's important. <clears throat> now, you don't have to be in the best shape of your life, but, you know, there's some people that install, you know, treadmill desks. Some people have, you know, uh, alarms that go off and do 10, 10 or 20 jumping jacks. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? You, you want to um, exercise. And not exercise for something, just exercise to exercise. Whatever happens, happens. Don't get focused on a goal. Don't get, you know, too, too distracted is what I would say on a goal. Number four, you want to start your day as early as possible. Virgin CEO Richard Branson gets up at 5 a.m. to exercise. Apple CEO Tim Cook is awake and sending company emails by 4.30 a.m. Disney CEO Bob Iger is up at 4.30 a.m. and uses his quiet time to read. Starbucks CEO Howard Schultz is up at 4.30 a.m. And, you know, the list goes on and on. So, you know, you want to get up as early as possible, do your best work, um, and your brain is at its optimum performance right after you wake up for the next like eight hours. So you wonder why school wanted your first eight hours or so when your job wants your first eight hours or so of your day um, for the majority of your weeks, for the majority of your life. It's significant. Number five, meditate. Now, meditation takes different forms. I'm not trying to get you, you know, you got to sit in a circle, you know, with, you, you know and, and with the legs crossed and all that stuff, you know. Um, some form of meditation is zoning out. Um, some forms of meditation is just is just uh, doing your best to clear your mind. Some form of meditation is focusing or hyper-focusing on one single thing. 
Everybody meditates different. And meditation may look different for you. Bottom line is just making some time to get quiet and be quiet and focus or not focus. Um, Thinking time. Number six. The most successful um, executive trustees and entrepreneurs schedule thinking time. If your business could talk to you right now, what would it say? Then sit there and think until you have answers and answers start to bubble up. Then you want to journal what comes up. It's a powerful technique. And I suggest you utilize it right right away. You know, just you know, just start doing it. Thirty to sixty minute blocks of time into your in your schedule to sit quietly with a pen and a blank page and think deeply about your business, deeply about your goals, deeply about what you're looking to do. And then seven, the final one is find your high achiever network. You got to surround yourself with people who are at least reaching for the goals or similar goals that you're reaching for. Laziness and lethargy is contagious. You want to stay away from people. You are the three people you spend your most most of your time with. And you know, if you got a family, I'm not talking about your family and children and stuff. So I'm talking about professionally. So like who are you spending your time with and you wanna, you know, seek out colleagues and seek out people who have more information, have more knowledge, who know more than you do. And keep these people in your circle because they'll always be adding and it'll keep you on your toes because if you're getting value from your circle, you're going to want to contribute value as well. So you want to, you know, you want to keep those types of people around you. So moving forward, you know, um, I do want to touch on the mind state of a trust, trustee I, I, when it comes to study. You know, um, I've I've I've, uh, I've mentored a lot of a lot of people in the private, you know, with uh, trustee training and stuff. And uh, you know, most I, you know I would say most you know so more than fifty percent. Um, most trustees, you know, I don't have any issues with, you know, and I mean, I don't tend to have issues with, you know, any trustees, but what I'm saying is, is you know, a lot of trustees, they get into training and, you know, um, a workman is where they, they hire, so, you know, they make their donation, and they're like, yo, so, just, you know, give me give me the stuff and just tell me what to do. And it's like, yo, I can't just tell you what to do. Um tell you what to say like I can walk you through things definitely I got no problem with that but you need to be able to understand that trustees must know or learn what I know plus more because I'm continuing to learn so like I feel like a lot of you know eh, I won't say a lot but you know it's a, it's a fair number of trustees who and just people in general who you know feel like uh, the learning process is similar to like uh, someone performing a service you know such as someone coming in and cleaning your house or something I give you money you clean my house so I don't have to do it 
versus um, I'll give you money and you teach me how I have to work in order to learn and you know, study and look up terms and all that stuff. That is education. And that's part of education. Part of the education process is that you have to work. You have to study. You have to learn. You have to be willing to learn on the fly as well. Because I'm not, I'm not going to walk in to the office with you, with you and your accountant. I'm not going to be able to be there. I mean, you can call me, but you know, these 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 people in the public are determining and making impressions off of you know how you speak and what you say as a trustee. And yeah, it's good to be like, yo, let me call. You know, I'm going to call. I'm going to call him. I'm gonna step out and you know, you know. Actually, can you can you talk to him? Yo, yo, so can you talk to him? Yeah, I'm gonna talk to him. I ain't got a problem with that. I love it actually, but I'm not the one there. I'm not the one there making the first impression. Me personally, I don't want to have to call anybody when I'm when I'm trying to do business. If I'm in the bank trying to open an account, I don't want to have to. I'm a I'm a chill. You know, this is where delayed gratification comes in. Like so a lot of people like. You know, how, how how soon can I get my business trust account open? Like, psh, tomorrow if you really want. Okay, cool, cool. So just don't want to learn. Don't, okay, so are there things that I should know? I rarely hear, like, questions like that. And when I do, I, I specifically say, like, hey, man, you know, I like, I like that you're asking that question. Or, hey, sister, you know, that's very, very observant. And, it, you know, that shows and speaks to, you know, how serious in, in your, your style of learning. Now, everybody has their own style of learning, and some people, you know, they have to be taught like that. And I'm not talking about those people because I can just differentiate between someone who has a specific learning style versus someone who is kind of expecting for this to kind of be a breeze. And it's not. It's not. It definitely isn't. Being an executive trustee is not a breeze. It's not. It's work. It's, it's a lot of mental work, too. Like, that's why I say you got to take time for yourself. You got to sit down as a trustee and sit down and mentally know and map out what you're about to do and then try to anticipate, okay, so what if this happens? If this happens, okay, so, so maybe I should, you know, do a minute and then, you know, I'll, I'll execute the kind of, okay, cool. You know, you've you got to sit down and be able to work things out and, you know, prepare know, prepare and put yourself in positions um, mentally to where, you know, you're in a situation and this is what's going on. And now, you know, how would I handle that? You have to be able to do that. You should want to be able to know what I do and do what I do. You should want, you know, you should want to be like, okay, and what else? Is there anything else that I'm missing? And put in the extra work. All right, so what's the super secret move? I know you got super secret moves, so stuff that you don't really tell trustees and da 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 da. What, okay, so tell me something, you know, but let me get it. Let me get it all. That's the type of person I am. I want it all, man. I want to prove myself. I got to do backflips. I got to do 20 pushups. I got to do this. I got to memorize these four pages. What do I need to do to get all of it? In the extra stuff, because this is this is my private estate. Especially you talking about being an executive trustee. This is my private estate. This is going to affect generations after me. And I'm looking for that effect to be positive, hands down. 
So I understand the importance of it. And the importance is trustees must know and learn what I know, plus more. Well, whatever, you know, I can have a stroke right now. And be like, wow, you'd be like, dang, I heard, it sounded like he fell. Like, while he was doing the show, I heard a thump thump. We should never depend on anyone. Even if I'm saying, like, you know, trustee training, you know, there's really no cutoff. You can stay in trustee training as long as you want. I wouldn't expect anyone to get comfortable. I just want you to feel comfortable knowing that you're going to get what you need. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, get, get comfortable like, oh, okay, so anytime I need to, I'm going to be able to call so. That might not be the case. With fervor, you know, we we should be we should be attempting to shift this mental paradigm into the executive trusteeship as quickly and as as specifically and precisely as possible. So, you know, trust as a trustee must study. I take out time every day and pick up a document that I printed off, or a book, or a law dictionary. Or some sort of trust document. I mean, I'm 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 pick I'm I'm looking at case law. I just got another case that I need to look up. I just wrote it down. I'm all you know. I'm always taking in information every single day. Some days it's for hours. Some days it's only for ten minutes. But every single day, I'm, I'm I have to consume information. I need to stay current, and I need to build and continue to build the foundation of the knowledge that I have, which is trust knowledge and contract knowledge and different jurisprudences of law knowledge, you know, commercial knowledge, banking knowledge, all this stuff, you know, uh, grammar, all, you know, there's, there's a lot of nuances when it comes to this stuff. And I'll never know everything. So I'm continuing, continually, continually learning. That's why people say, man, I'm, I, I like that you have trustee training and you go on sessions and we can stay in as many sessions as we want as trustees, because as you, keep going, I can tell the difference in your sessions get better and better because I'm, I'm continuing to learn. I'm, I'm still studying. I'm studying trust still almost daily. So every time I come at this from an educational standpoint, I've upped my knowledge standpoint. So it's going to be different. And that's that's only natural, you know. I don't like uh, stagnation. You know, we, we stop, we stop. I feel like we stop moving, we die. Anything in nature that stops moving dies. If I quit loving, my spirit dies. If I quit learning, my my brain dies. My mind dies. If I quit fighting, my soul dies. That ain't happening. So you know we got it. We got to stay on this on this thing where we're continually and constantly learning. We're continually perfecting our interface with public actors. We're continually perfecting the different things that we're doing with our state. Now you got in the state. You got to you got to trust. Oh, man, that's, that's a trust is raw. You you start a business trust. You you do man. Should I even say it? You do a letter of credit from the business trust. Oh. 
fund the LLC, fund, fund whatever you're trying to do, man. I mean, you can look. You can do the business trust and and um, exchange, uh, you know, uh, certificates of beneficial interest, not beneficiary certificates, and you can specify what what the, what the, uh, the rights of a certificate holder versus a beneficiary. So there's there's two different. And you can use those to fund the trust to purchase the first property. You just draw it up. That's what I'm telling my trustees to do business plan. Look, man, I'm not playing out here. We put it together. This is the foundation. You're not going to learn how to discharge. You're not going to learn. There's there's a lot of stuff you're not going to learn at the foundation. It's not. It's a lot. Do I know it? Yeah. You know. Hey. Hey. I don't. Well, I don't know. But this is the foundation. This is like this is the first step. Like. This is the foundation. Like you look back at the foundation, like all right, cool. I'm ready to finish this. I'm ready to get this started. Like foundation, you don't just get here and be do- be cool. But yeah, you can start a uh, uh, you know real estate investment trust and draw it up, drop the indenture, you know, code. Is it private? Sure, you know what I'm saying. But you know, there's a proposal, and and within this proposal, I'm proposing that you you know deposit this certain amount of you know. Federal Reserve notes with you know with the trust and you know we're gonna in exchange for that as a trustee I'm gonna give you you know a hundred units of certificates of beneficial interest. You're not a beneficiary, but you hold certificates that allow you to get a certain benefit. What is the benefit? Well, if you look at your proposal on page three, you will see that the benefit is you know. A certain percentage of the profits, gross or net, I don't know how you want to do it, of the, you know, the rental portfolio. For life. For life? What do you mean for life? Forever. Well, sir, because, you know, this is a business trust and, you know, it doesn't ever die. So it's going to continue on and it's going to have successor trustees. So, you know, this could be some generational income. Oh, Really? Hmm. It just so happens that I have a family trust that never dies and could use some generational income. Or however you want to do it. Yo, you get paid this, 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 and you, you get cashed out in two years. I don't know. The terms are up to you. And if it looks good and if it's tight, banks will give you money. Wealthy individuals and you know executive trustees such as myself. Let me get my hands on a nice proposal. Let me see. Hold on, what? What? Oh, this looks good. Oh yeah, there are there is more money ready to be invested than there are safe and suitable investments in the world. Let me say it again. There's more money available for investments than there are safe and suitable suitable investments and you know a lot of people in the private a lot of people in the public know the power of a properly drafted contract trust business trust I mean that's why there's private bankers go, go to your go to bank go to Wells Fargo and walk into the, the location it's gentrification though you're gonna walk in there and depending on what neighborhood you're in just ask them like you got private bankers at this location and depending on what neighborhood you're in, they might say no, but they're over at this location. And man, that would if if they say they're not in that location, it's because you're you're in a certain neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? And where they tell you where the private bankers are, 
is going to be in a certain other neighborhood, if you follow what I'm saying. It's all good, whatever. Go and talk to that private banker with a properly drafted business trust. You ain't going to learn that. You ain't going to I help people. I help, you know, with stuff like that. You know, trustee training is, you know, business trust, asset protection trust, family trust. Set up your LLC, business credit, all that stuff. You know, all that stuff's included, but, you know, as far as, like, you know, doing instruments and blah, blah, blah. I mean, I'll help you with that, but, you know. There's only so much I, you know, I can do. And on top of that, I don't like speaking on stuff that I've never done myself. Now, have I went and talked to a private banker at Wells Fargo? Oh, yes. Yes, I have. Absolutely. Am I comfortable enough to, you know, dabble in, you know, different stocks? Yes, I am. I've done a lot of study in finance and, you know, equities markets and futures markets and so on. So I've done a lot of study on, you know, different asset classes. And I've done a, I've done a lot of, I've done my homework. I knew one day I would be managing a fund. I just did not know that it would be set up as a trust fund. Like, for real, straight up. Now, do I, do I feel like I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm good enough to give you advice? No, no. I do feel confident enough to be like, you know, if you wanted to invest in the fund, return, man. You know, if there's, you know, certificates of, you know, interest, yeah, yeah you could get some, sure, sure, yeah, absolutely. That's, you know. But do I give financial advice? I do not. I'm not an attorney. I don't, you know, I don't. I don't. It's for educational, you know, educational purposes. Entertainment, I guess. Some people use this stuff as entertainment. That's, that's I always wondered, like, why do they say entertainment? Because it's entertainment to some people. This stuff is definitely, it's not, you know, anything anybody's going to, you know, particularly just, you know, actually act upon. The type of information. Some people just like hearing about it, thinking about it. And, ooh. At one time, I almost was thinking about it. So, you know, continue learning is, is is very important. Understanding what you can do, what to properly structure, understanding what you can do, what you know, what the run rate, what is a run rate? You know, if I if I have an entity, if I minister entities that never die and my family name, my family, you know, my the, the, my genes will never die, they will continue to perpetuate through the years. So I have, you know, this entity that will never die. What types of, you know, investment and invest in opportunities are available to these types of entities and what are the necessary requirements you know start moving forward get into a business we can start you know investing in businesses through your business trust you can start your own business you know LLC and your business trust is you know uh Invested in that, or just holding shares or ownership. How, you know, it's it's you know the sky's the limit. There are definitely genuine ways that we do this, but you know, legal tax avoidance is not you know fairy dust. You know, it's not like you know, ooh, sprinkle fairy dust over here. I, well, where do you get fairy dust? Well, I don't know where you get. It. I ain't got no more. I can't give it to you. Oh man, I can't. Legal tax avoidance. Is, is continuously spoken on and held to be lawful and legal 
with regards to the, you know, the the Article Three courts. Heavily, so many citations of authority with regards to legal tax avoidance. Are you deprogrammed enough to know that that's that's true? I don't know. Some people, some people might hey. It's not the boogeyman. He gonna, we ain't talking about no dis, ain't talking about discharge. We owe no duty to the public with regards to our energy. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's sales tax, there's use tax. Okay, I purchased this. Okay, I'm using this, and this came from the public. Okay, fine, cool, cool. But like withholding income from 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 what I make off of my the exchange of my life and my labor come on man that's slavery that's straight up that's slavery hands down and, and we are allowed I wouldn't even say allowed we have the right to legally avoid that situation and it starts with trust and training period you know you gotta know how to because ain't nobody in the public gonna tell you Every attorney's first duty is to the public, to that state, wherever they got their bar card, and then, you know, to the client, maybe. After you met the public, the state, and then the court, and then maybe the client. I know an attorney out there that's going to be like, all right, man, you got this uh, you got this private contract with trust? All right, I got you. I'm about to administer this for you, and you're going to be straight, and I'm going to keep you private. There's no, nah, man, as soon as... Someone above them at the bar or whatever, somewhere in the court, someone gets wind of what they're doing. Oh, no. That's not going to fly. These attorneys are the enemy. We're private. These attorneys are the enemy. The only time they're not the enemy is if you contract an attorney to represent an LLC that's uh, owned or that, you know, the shares are held by a private entity like such as the business trust. The LLCs, you know, you can't, you know, uh, you have to hire an attorney to represent them in a commercial matter, and you know, any type of, you know, legal matter or something like that. Other than that, man, attorneys are the enemy. I think the dependent on attorney. What you mean? Attorneys don't like me. I've had attorneys tell me that they don't like me. Like, man, why, why? Oh, because you know more than we do. Oh. Get talking, you know, say some stuff, and, you know, suddenly they, they go in and check it out. And this, this, hey, what, do you, what this guy says is true. He said he's not an attorney, though. How does he know this stuff? Continue with learning. Focus, man. Focus on learning. Focus on being successful. You do you, 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 you sheer force of will. What's in your mind, the future. That, that that utopian, that, that top of the line future that you see for yourself, pull it into the present from the future. Grab it and pull it towards you. It takes extreme focus. You need to put, put, put your pride away and be like, look, man, I know nothing. I can learn something from a child. And I am a student. And here to learn. And just start learning. It'll change your life. 18 months. 
I definitely want to touch on the mindset of a trustee. Self accountability. You know, that's that's the biggest one. If I tell you, hey man, you know, you were late, you didn't do that, or you know, you, you did you didn't do that. You didn't do it. Are you gonna say, Oh, because oh my back or my, my dad or or uh, you know, I had to pick up my kids, or you know, are you gonna or are you gonna be like, you know what, you're right, I didn't do that. And you know what, that's that's that, that's trash. And I'm, you know, there ain't gonna be no next time. I ain't, you ain't, we ain't gonna be talking about this again. And I, I don't like feeling the way I feel right now, which is, I think it's shame. I don't like it. So I'm gonna, we, we gonna, we gonna, we ain't gonna visit. Or you gonna be like, oh well, that one time you did this. So how are you gonna talk about me? Like that's not look. Two different types of people on this planet, man. I listened to a child. What you? But you did you you said. Oh, you know what? You're right. I did I did say. Most people, oh, you're a child. You can't stop the grown folks. Yeah, grown folks. You don't talk. I'm grown. Are you grown? You can't mess up. We gotta be able to be accountable for for what we do and what we don't do. First thing, that's one of the first things you gotta and that's that's hard because you gotta put that ego away. First instinct is like don't tell don't talk to me about nothing. Don't tell me nothing. You telling me you telling me about me? Look, fam, look. Walk away. Gotta let that go. Alright, I'll do that myself. I, you know, think I'm talking? That ego, my ego got out of control. I came face to face with my ego in Germany. And then again in London. So I'll tell you the truth. We gotta put the put the ego away so we can be accountable. The only the only time that we're gonna grow is if we say that we make mistakes, so therefore we must work on these mistakes. If we say and they acknowledge that we don't know, so therefore we learn. We move from an ig- a place of ignorance to a place of knowledge. That's a requirement. You got to be able to walk in as a trustee, and they say, "Hey, you know, blah blah." blah. I'm like, "Well, I'm sorry. It, it, sound, it seems it appears to me that as though you're misconstruing this type of trust with a, some sort of grantor trust or some sort of simple trust. To be specific, the IRS recognizes three types of trust: simple, grantor, and complex. And this is a complex trust that owes its existence to contract or the common law, the right to contract." It does not owe its existence to any type of state legislation or federal legislation. Actually, upon its execution, it became a federal entity. It did not and does not fall under the purview or jurisdiction of any state legislature. Um, specifically, grantor trusts are known as revocable trusts. So you must get information about the grantor, but this here specifically is an irrevocable trust where the grantor has no powers, and because the grantor has no powers, the grantor is outside of the entire trust itself. Actually, the grantor isn't even one of the trustees, nor is the grantor one of the trustees listed, so, um, you know, maybe you can, you know, no offense, because, you know, we're all, you know, I've dealt with this all the time. A lot of people, you know, are just not familiar with these types of trusts. I wasn't familiar with this type of trust either, and I'm just trying to get this job done. I understand. Like, just so, you know, I'm trying not to get fired. You know, maybe I'm outside of my league, but I don't want these other trustees to know. 
So like, is there any way we can just get this done? You know what I mean? I mean, that is the mindset of a trustee right there. Hands down. I'm being informative. I'm letting you know what I know, but at the same time, I'm 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 going to reach a, a position of you know a corresponding level with the person I'm talking to because they understand what it's like to not want to be fired. I'm not the boss. I'm not talking like the boss. I'm not telling them what they need to do, what they should do. I'm admitting that there was a point in time where I didn't even know what I was talking about. I'm admitting that I've, I've dealt with this before, so I'm not putting them on the on the spot like you're the only one I've ever had to deal with this before. But I mean, what's wrong with you? Are you incompetent people in the public? Oh my God, I'm tired of public people. I'm tired of dealing with other people's kids. Like I'm not tripping like that. No, that's not the that's not how. No. And I'm trying. I'm, I'm I'm being agreeable. You know, is there any way we can get this you know worked out? You know. I'm appealing to a different nature than I would be appealing to had I came in with my back stiff. With an attitude arrogantly, you in the public, you don't even know what I'm talking about, laughing. <laughs> you don't even know the contract trust is. <laughs> Your trust is under legislative authority. <laughs> Ah, nah, nah, nope. That's not the mind state. Matter of fact, <clears throat> I want to be as cordial, noble, and honorable as possible because I'm developing a relationship. I'm here acting on behalf of the trust. They just, they saw the trust name. I'm supposed to get belligerent and start giving them problems after I gave them that indenture and they see the name of the trust, that good name of the trust. So that's the improper mindset of a trustee. We do not participate in public controversies. You know, and the bank is a public. You know, at the DMV, that's a public. Even at the grocery store, swiping the trust card, that's the public. We don't participate in public controversies. You see these people out here picking in vote for vote on November 6th. Uh, uh, don't play around. Honk if you hear us. I'm not honking. That's controversial. Standing there with signs. That's, you know, hey, that's public stuff. Will you will you come will you come march with us and, and, and will you sign this petition? I'm not signing that. I mean, it's not a public controversy, but... Uh, my daughter goes to public school, my youngest daughter, and they got this the, the free school lunch form. You know what I'm saying? I know y'all don't know. I know. I remember it. But now, like, now, it's not really the free school lunch form no more. They're trying to make it seem like it's some type of other form. But it's a free, it's, it's a federal form, man. And, and this is a state school. I understand, you know, I understand the duality of these state schools with federally mandated uh, curriculums because they accept federal funds. I understand this free school lunch thing is a federal program, and my, my children don't need that. You know what I mean? They don't. They don't need that. 
So I'm not feeling foreign, you know. I feel like last year someone filled it out or something, because I got something. I got some sort of clarification or, or, or confirmation. My bad. Regarding this form, man, but I'm, I'm not. I'm not feeling this form because I know it's a federal form. It's, you know, the, the free and reduced lunches, and, and they're like, oh, I'm in the I'm in the office. Bringing my daughter to an appointment, I'm signing her out. And, you know, the form she said this. But I told my daughter, I was like, I'm not doing it. She told them, my dad's not doing it. They, they, they're insistent. They're insistent because they get a certain number of funds per child. You know what I'm saying? Uh, same thing with, you know, if, it, if your child don't show up a certain number of days, those children that miss a certain number of days don't get counted for certain types of funds. That's why they trip because, they you know, the schools get less funds. Anyway, she was like, oh, you don't have to participate. If you don't want to participate, just check the box that you don't want to participate and then sign it. Like, fam, that's, that's participating. If I'm not a participate, how about I just don't fill it out? And you don't know that I'm not participating because there's not a, you know, it's not even, they don't even eat school lunch. Oh, it's not, you know, it has to do with, you know, funding and blah, blah, blah. Like, look, that's a federal matter. Not being mean, not giving attitude, just being firm. You know, hey man, you know that that's public, man. That's, that's federal, private state citizen. Don't deal with that federal stuff. You know, it's state school. Y'all figure it out, man. I'm not gonna get controversial, and you know, I did get a look. I'm sure I'm the only one who said that stuff. I don't care. I did get a look. But to me, that's controversial. You know, I'm going to go to the phone lines in a couple of minutes. I'm ranting. I feel like I'm just talking right now. But, you know, I did want to check in on this mind state of a, of a trustee, you know, part three. Hope you all enjoyed it. Hope you all, you know, got something from it. Um, you know, the biggest thing I think is, you know, focus. You need to be able to focus. Consistency, dedication. And, you know, commit to lifelong learning. Get your exercise on. Wake up as early as possible. And you know, um, some of your best hours of the, your best hours of the day right after you work up for those next eight hours. I know most of us work jobs and stuff, but you know, hopefully you don't work six days a week. So you got two days, you know, where you can get up early and use those hours, you know, for you and for your business, for your entrepreneurial spirit, or for your learning spirit, or for your exercise spirit, or all of that, you know. If you do work six days a week, you maybe got one. You know, one day where you can do that. You know, start somewhere. Start small. If you work seven days a week, man, I trust you have a plan. So that's that's not popping for too much longer. Four two four two 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 five two five zero. If you on the website, if you you know streaming online, we about to uh, we about to start streaming in like ten minutes. I was going to cut you off. I'm going to go to the phone line, see what y'all talking about. Um, let me know what you think. Also, if you think there's anything that I missed, I'll be interested in here. You know, your thoughts on, you know, anything that I missed, anything you can add to the foundation, because, you know, hey, I'm not the end all, begin, and be all of, you know, what I'll be talking about. I just, you know, to me, this this is the most important. Out of everything that's going on, like this to me, this is the most important. All that other stuff to wait, as far as I'm concerned. Once again, four two four two 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 five two five zero. And uh, yeah, we can go. Yeah, let's do this. 
go to uh, let me see, 218. Let's do this 218. Okay, 218 0703. 218 0703. Peace. Which name where you calling from? Islam, Islam. This is JD. I'm calling from North Minnesota. Oh, and okay. um, my question I kind of, you know, joined the conversation late, so I didn't want to ask an off topic question. But the situation is at hand is I need a definite point to start and something that I can actually do and see the results for as far as, you know, being a state citizen and getting from up under these under under these adhesion contracts that I'm being held under. And I was wondering where what would you recommend for a start? the first thing is, you know, to get in a position, honestly, to where you're no longer, you know, dependent and using that Social Security number to generate income and the title property. That, that's the first thing. Um, so definitely I would say, you know, uh, getting your, you know, the trust estate set up and getting that properly functioning to where you know you you can generate income outside of the you know the individual the 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 straw man you know all capital you know however the debtor however you know you know most people regard it you know I call it the individual because that's the name of the return it files so uh, I think that would be the first thing and that and that's honestly that's trust that's private contract trust people get into it and they be like you know want to make the debtor foreign and do the WA bands and all that stuff, but really, you know, a contract trust as a non-resident alien. So, um, due to the fact that it does not reside within the United States, and um, it's alien to the United States because it does not owe its existence to any state or the United States. So, that's that's a non-resident alien. I think all this other stuff is out here just crazy. So, just, you know, the first thing, in my opinion, like I said, is, you know, Trust, contract trust, understanding contract trust, um, you know, Massachusetts trust, uh, you know, business trust, uh, peer trust, common law trust, however you want to look at it. It's, it's called a lot of different things. But, you know, understanding that entity, that private entity that's recognized to do business, it's in the United States in over 120 countries. That's what I would say. That's where, that's where I would say start. Trust and, and, and right. banking after that. So, um, I've, you know, got a couple books on that. You know, trust for dummies and managing trust, some financial dictionaries and things of that nature. Now, in my situation, like I just come about them Desmond Crips, right? And so I'm limited. You know, everything I'm limited because I got people, you know, they standing on my neck. So I'm looking for a way to break free from them so that I can focus on, on building that on the private side. And so I'm looking for a solution for that. Um, I don't really too much get into all that. I mean, I know Yusuf does that. Uh, I think I understand what you're trying to say. Um, but um, I you know the people that I know that have had success with that is you know they they submitted type of some type of bond. You know, uh, now some people have done private bonds. Some people have done you know GSA bonds. 
But the only people I've seen, you know, have some success with that is, you know, like I said, they submit some type of bond. You know, get that submitted and recognized. So, you right, know, maybe, maybe you want to get into bonds. You know. Yeah, I've heard you know. Yusufil speak on, on submitting a bond to the court or whatever. Um, so... I, I think what you're saying is in agreement with that, and I, you know, I really appreciate that. You know, you let me know that. I know you guys are out here, you know, y'all sharing this information, and this is how y'all making y'all living. And you know, when like in my situation, like I'm eager to learn, but I know it takes finance, it takes finance, it takes finance. And when you're in a situation where you don't have any finance, all you can do is collect the information until you until the finances come, you know. And yeah, so there's a, there's a lot of stuff, man. I mean, if you're willing to sit down and read, man, there's a lot of stuff, man. A lot of stuff on trust, a lot of stuff on banking, a lot of stuff on jurisprudence that you that's just out there for free. Like, uh, you know, welcome to the foundation.com. There's a PDF section. A lot of stuff on there for free, you know. Um, I know Yusuf has a lot of stuff on his uh, Facebook group, High Frequency Radio Network Facebook group. A lot of stuff on there is free. You know, so if you're willing to sit down and read, man, um, the only real finance is, you know, getting the actual structures properly set up if you don't know how to do it yourself. You know, but um, if you're willing to read and you're willing to learn, like, man, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff out here that you ain't gotta. You can read for three, four years, man, and not spend a dime. Just soak it all in. So check out, you know, welcome to the Check out uh, the High Frequency Radio Network uh, Facebook group. You know, request, uh, you know, membership. He, he proves pretty soon. Yeah, like, pretty I can't even get on. I can't even get on no social media. <laughs> like for real, like man, it's tight. It's real tight. But you know, I can definitely you go on, on the. On the dot com and do that. Um, you can go to websites? Huh? Not right now. You can't go to websites right now? No, I can't go on no, like, like the book or anything like that. Twitter, the book, you know, Skype, none of those. You know, you just like, I don't know. Right? Like, like, Minnesota is a whole different breed of enslaving the people. You know, the, the, the town I'm in. It's uh, it's like half the people is working in social services and half the people is receiving social services. So it's like everywhere you look, there's an agent over your shoulder. You know what I'm saying? So I just gotta be, I gotta be, a, be able to not, you know, violate none of my conditions, so that I can maintain, so I can keep studying. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, I got you. Can you go to websites though? You can't get on social media, but can you go to straight websites? Yeah, I can go to straight websites. All right, so you can go to high frequency radio network dot com and welcome to the foundation dot com. Yes, sir, yes sir. That's why I've downloaded some of your uh you know, archives to my MP three and I listen to you guys, you know, eight hours a day. I'll be just listening over and over again to the lessons, you know, that y'all done went through. You know, I've tried to set up my, you know, my trust. I'm waiting to hear back. You know, every time I call in, the numbers is so, 
You know, they want to keep you on hold for an hour now. What number is that? Huh? What number are you calling for what? The Internal Revenue Service. So I can get the so I can get the nine eight number. You got you gotta call later. They gotta call later? Yeah. Call like right now. Like a, like right now. Try that. Like at this time, like right now. That that helps. That helps. Well, I ain't gonna call right now. I'll do it tomorrow. I'm gonna keep listening to you. And if you got somebody else in the queue, you know, I'm just gonna continue to listen because I got a million questions. <laughs> but uh, I just definitely want y'all to know that these people out here appreciate, you know, the message that y'all putting up. Oh yeah, definitely, man. We you know we know what it is, man, and you know, trying to trying to do it on as many mediums as possible because. You know, every every different jurisdiction is locked down different different you know mediums of communication. So you know, whether it's call in or online or, or on social media or whatever, man, we're trying to be everywhere with this. So glad, right. glad you're able to connect in some way. And um and some of uh uh Jonah Bay's you know, he talks about when you proclaim your nationality and you go get the uh you know, you have a notary to do it. Now, I proclaim my nationality through uh, R.V. Bay. You familiar with them? Yes, I am. So, and, you know, they don't, they tell you don't use no notaries because they're foreign. Why would you have, you know, foreigners notarize your your documents? But I've heard, I've heard you on the basic where you want them to notarize it. So I'm just kind of like, which, which one is accurate? I've already done it through R.V. Bay, but I, I mean, yeah. I want to have the most success. You know, I wanted the easiest path, the most success in the fastest amount of time. I mean, you know, notary makes it, you know, able to be seen in the public. So, you know, maybe not notarize those documents, but anything, you know, any writ or affidavit that you put forth, you know. Right, because, you know, uh, one of the more says get you a private notary, which I've done. She's notarized my documents using my nationality ID card and my free national name. So that was a great motivation right there. I didn't have to have no state ID or anything, you know. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, if you work it and you, you know, you, you know, you demonstrate, man, that, you know, the public is going to recognize eventually or right away. I guess it depends. But yeah, that's, you know, knowing someone, knowing a notary versus trying to go get one out of the EPS store or out of the bank is always a better scenario anyways. Okay. All right, all right, Islam, I'm going to let you go ahead and finish your demonstration, man. All right, man. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for calling in, man. Slow. Have a great time. All right. All right, all right. And you know, I appreciate the family. You know, calling in. I appreciate uh. I appreciate it. I appreciate the brothers. You know, covering up the phone, trying to you know keep it keep it. That's you know, trying to keep it you know the noise down. I recognize. It. I appreciate that. Thanks, family. 
And um, yeah, definitely thanks for calling in, man. And you know, I'm I'm here for you. Definitely here for you. Let me go on to the next caller. Do this. Next caller, let me see. Okay, okay, let's bring in uh let's bring in Brian from the my guy Brian from the Bay. I see him on here. What's good, man? How you doing, man? All right, all right, all right. How you doing, man? Uh, you know, I'm doing I'm doing great. Doing great. Well, that's good, man. Um, yeah, man, you uh you make a good point, man, about well, I see it in myself, and I'm pretty sure you see it in a lot of people. You know, I guess you could say that um, the people who are, you know, kind of at the top controlling this stuff, they kind of guide everybody on a similar mindset where you, people claim they want to be in control, but they're not really wanting to do the things that make them be 100% control of their life. You know, they, I, you know, I like you said, you make excuses to the could or woulda, you know, or or you go, you know, well, I'll do that later, or you know, well, I got something I gotta do instead of just taking the time to, you know, kick people's brains by actually learn what you need to learn, you know, because one thing you can say about people call, you know, about the Amish, but they know how to take care of themselves, and when I look at a lot of us in society like you said they rely too much on the public because they got our mind in that way you know like you think you're really making the move but you ain't really doing it because you still rely on those those things because you learned it in school so you know I gotta look into myself and be like you know why am I not you know reading what I need to be reading things and you know calling the people when I got questions, the the stuff, you know, instead of being like, well, you know, that person might be busy or whatnot, and just not, just being in a situation where if you pass away, like you said, you know, will I be fine? Or will, you know, will people, that's what people got to realize. If, if you said for all these people who've been putting in the work for themselves, just all of a sudden, you don't have to pass away. You can just say, I don't feel like dealing with this no more. And next you know, people just like, lost and it's like you can't be in a predicament where you're stuck and you need that person to you know I mean it's cool to rely on people but like you said you need to you need to just start stepping up you know a lot of us claim to be adults and we claim we want to be out of the system or whatnot but we ain't want to put in that work you know and, and like you say you gotta develop the muscle for disability I mean not, I was disability um, for uh, discipline you know, I, I think I have it, but then I think sometimes I'll just be like, huh? And then I kind of just fall off, you know? And for me, I'm just saying, but in general, yeah, I just think that everybody needs to start having discipline and just start putting that work so you can make sure it's, you know, so you won't be on this stuck in the system, stuck listening to people tell you what to do, because all these other people got the bread and got, they got this paper. They, they they know how to manage themselves. So, you know, even if they, I feel like even if some of these people lost the paper, they could probably get it back. Not all of them, but a lot of them can figure out how to get it back because they was willing to, you know, sacrifice their time and their energy to something that 
was going to help him down the line. So, you know, I, I feel like I need to do that more often. I mean, need to, you know, do it consistently instead of being off and on. And I'm just talking about for me and stop worrying about the little problems I have, you know, that I think I have, you know. So, you know, like for me, I'll be always tripping off the fact that I'm not the greatest reader in the room, but I'll be tripping when I'll be getting information. Other people who read better than me can't. They just don't care. So, you know, that's one thing I have to say, and keep doing what you're doing, and I will be listening as long as you be doing it. All right, man. Appreciate you calling in, man. Thanks, man. Thanks for that. I'll talk to you soon. Peace. Yeah, man, that's just, that's true. You know, a lot of times, you know, our our, our shortcomings are only our shortcomings because we accept them. And a lot of times they're not shortcomings or those shortcomings make us, you know, overcompensate in other areas. Definitely, you know, it's time to start giving ourselves some credit. Start giving yourself some credit, man. Let's, let's, why don't you focus on the things that you are good at? How about that? Let's, let's, let's focus on the things that you did do, that you did accomplish, the, the, the things that you do deserve. You know, says, you know, we, we just always beating ourselves up all the time. That's, let's, let's, let's chill with all that. Um, the whole, uh, I guess that means I'm done. The whole switchboard just went. Yeah, okay. So, I guess that's it. I definitely want to, you know, yeah, I appreciate y'all tuning in, you know, for the show, you know, coming out. Thanks for coming out. And, you know, I, I trust that you got something from the show, definitely. You know, the mindset of a trustee is very important. And, you know, having a proper mind state will ensure that you have more successful situations down the line that you can teach successful administration for your successors. I mean, you know, this stuff is important. You know, we, we, we don't have to, you know, Big it up bigger than it really is, but I mean, you know, this stuff is important. So just looking at it as that is important and you know, create an example, demonstrate, you know? I mean to me it is what it is. So, you know, admin at welcome to the foundation dot com, you know, book a consultation, you want you know, uh, you know, want want to jump into trustee training, I, I highly suggest it. I think it's you know one of the most important things you can you're gonna do in your adult life is, you know, structure your, your, your private estate. And right now, you know, we can do it. You know, back in the day there's times, you know, our ancestors, you know, a couple couple generations back would, you know, got murdered for doing the things that we're able to do today. So, you know, should respect our ancestors and, you know, a lot of things, you know, that they weren't able to do that we can, maybe it's kind of, you know, our responsibility to do that. My opinion is our responsibility to reestablish our private states. And I you know, I don't see anything too much more important than that at this moment. So, you know, definitely get get with me if that is, you know, something you're into. Welcome to the foundation.com. You know, there's a lot of stuff you can read on there for free. A lot of information you can get into. Ifrequencyradionetwork.com. You know, um, he's always changing this. So I, you know, I ain't gonna say nothing, but I'm gonna tell you, it's, it's a resource. It's definitely a resource. And you know, another part of the ego is, you know, being able to say that I don't know. Let, letting that, letting the ego go and be like I don't know, and learning from someone. 
and admitting that I don't know. You know, and being able to, you know, uh, find out. So, go easy on yourself, but, you know, get to get that, uh, you know, that learning spirit back, you know. That stuff is important. We definitely need that. So, I definitely want to say, you know, thank you. Definitely checking out the show. I'll catch you down, catch y'all next week. Uh, trustees, I'll talk to you soon. Everybody else, you enjoy yourself. Be good to yourself, you know. Um, look out for yourself, you know. Before you go to sleep tonight, name uh, 10 things. You ain't got to say it out loud, but just, you know, uh, check off 10 things that you're appreciative for right now, today, in this life. And go to sleep with that on your mind. Y'all enjoy yourself. Take care of yourself. Invest in your private education, you know, and continue learning. And, you know, every day, Let's just focus on being better. That being said, you know, welcome to the foundation.com. Admin at welcome to the foundation.com if you want to get with me. Y'all have a great week. I'll catch you next week here on High Frequency Radio Network. This is so L. Peace. Doing this thing all the way live. High Frequency Radio.